Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Anime Talk. Um, the episode was supposed to come yesterday, but because um, it was Mother's, Mother's Day here, uh, we couldn't do it. So instead, we're doing it today. As for basically, um, you know, the rest of the stuff, um, I'll be trying to do... Uh, the best that I can, so I'll be basically talking about um, every manga that we usually talk about, and um, unfortunately today I won't get to do the uh, voice acting for Dragon Ball Super chapter, um, because you know my voice is not exactly in a good place right now, there's been some pressure on it, doing some other stuff, some other voicing, so um, I may do it later, I don't know, I mean... Hopefully, I'll get to do it later for you guys. But for now, I'll just tell you what happens, what's going on. Um, like I said, I loved to basically do the voice for you guys. But because of, you know, like I said, I had to do some other stuff and, you know, put some uh, strain on my voice. I can't really do it right now, but we'll do it later. So I, I promise. So before we start, if you guys are a fan of Demon Slayer and Attack on Titan, which I know many of you are, you probably watched the new episodes, and my god, the episodes looked awesome. Like, if you have watched any of them, you know what I'm talking about. So in Attack on Titan, I think my prediction was right. I said maybe three or four episodes. We're going to see something really crazy happen. So something, if you remember back when the trailer came, and I said, you know, this is spoilery, guys, be careful. Um... So that did happen, and um, the start of it actually, but the event that wanted to make it happen, that did happen. So it looked really cool, by the way. It looked really awesome when uh, seen in anime form. So uh, it, it's just something amazing. Like if you guys, if you guys like, you know, know what I'm talking about, you already know that event. So you must be as hyped as I am. As it, and if you haven't watched the anime just yet, I'm not going to spoil it here. But I'm just going to say, go watch it, have fun, and you're going to have your mind blown. You're going to be like, holy shit, did that really happen? As for Demon Slayer, Demon Slayer, I think this past episode, they did really well. They did take a lot of time just to, you know, set up the action um, as compared to how they usually operated. But they didn't disappoint. The animation was on point. The whole... Uh, thing was amazing, so I'm not really mad that they took their time with it, but I know that from this point on, it'll just be action, and you know, there will be some story building that will be awesome. So, as for my prediction, how it will go because of the pacing, I think that um, the next three episodes will finish this particular entertainment district arc, and the next two, which will be the final two of this arc in particular would be like you know the aftermath and setting up the stage for the next arc because there isn't a lot remaining so i think that one episode could be like you know for flashback and stuff like that and there's a certain something that happens at the end which you know has to you know happen with with that flashback to make more sense um at the same time you know um honestly it's a very very cool uh, arc, I mean, now that I remember, you know, every time I remember it, it's just really good, really well done, and it really speaks volumes when you have to, you know, compare it to, you know, the same things that are happening in the story, so 
I'm trying not to spoil it, but I'm just saying, basically when you watch it, it makes a lot of sense, and it's a really nice parallel. So you'll you'll have your mind blown. So I think that for the next episode, maybe the fight will go on harder, and um, there's some things that we will see in particular with Tanjiro and the wives, and um, I think after that there will be flashbacks, the beginning flashbacks to some of the um, story building towards the end, and then um, I think after that probably we'll go with the, um, you know, nearing the end of the fight. But I don't think that the fight will end there so that we can have one full episode for the complete flashbacks. I think that, you know, the fight will actually end um, in that third episode and then we'll start to see those flashbacks and then, you know, the finishing touches and things like that. I mean, like, you know, they'll keep a small portion of that fight, like, near the ending of it there so that, you know, it won't be like, you know, we, like, you know, we finish the fight and then we're going to the flashbacks, whatever. So... That's for that. Um, so I hope you guys are excited for it because there's a lot of things that are coming to you. So now let's get into our mangas. We have My Hero Academia, we have Jujutsu Kaisen, we have Dragon Ball, and of course we have Tokyo Revengers. Each of them have their own surprises, and I gotta say, nice. So let's start with My Hero Academia, newest chapter. Alright, so My Hero Academia's newest chapter is called um, The Story of How We All Became Heroes Part Minus One. Now, if you may remember, the hero part of the story was um, How We Became Heroes Part One, Part Two, Part Three. Now, this is Part Minus One. Now, when you look at the cover that's um, been shown, we see Himiko Toga um, probably in blood. I mean, usually that's how it's depicted in this manga so it's probably blood but when you look at her like the blood is shaped in a certain way that it makes her look like twice it looks a lot like twice actually his uniform so it's essentially like you know she's covered in blood but the blood forms um twice's uniform so then we see uh the landscape of a certain area we see that the houses around there are very much vacant nobody's there nobody's living there but we are seeing um, a particular house that has been vandalized by so many different insults and stuff like that. Some say, for example, Toga the Terrible, Die, Demon, Surrender, Vampires, Vampires Lure, Your Fault for Having Her, so stuff like that. So this house has been vandalized hard. So Toga is walking into this house and uh, she remembers some of the things that her parents used to say because this is her um, parents home this is where they lived so they've been their house has been vandalized attacked by people maybe we don't know what happened to them but we know that you know they hate her hate them because of her so this is one of the things that are being said saying that you know we did our best this girl is demonic um, you know they should stop it already you know no one will ever accept you the way you are, you can live as you please, you know, so many things, like, you know, so many things that um, the parents used to tell Toga, apparently, like, you know, restrain yourself, don't be like this, why are you like this, we've seen some of it in the anime as well, so, the worst thing is that when she gets into the house, the house is ravaged, like, literally destroyed, 
Like the res like the previous panel, we see some of the houses. They're not as damaged as this one. I mean, it's not really shown, but it's safe to assume that this house in particular was really, you know, destroyed by the people. Like you see that, you know, even inside the house, they'll say they they have put um, some sprays that say like you'll pay. They made a picture of a dump uh, dung, and you know, there's a killer there and you know there's like you know you know as Himiko actually is walking in the house she goes past a certain um, wall where they have like you know put signs there saying Himiko H2 Himiko H3 like when you know measure the height and you know everywhere that she's going there's so many things that you know the house has been vandalized with and there's a room there's a there's a door that they've painted demon's room like huge letters and um, you know Himiko is just you know walking inside her room using her knife to open the door and she goes in and sees and sees that you know there's nothing there and uh, you know again with vandalism like idiot vampire stuff like that yikes poor girl um, so then, you know, again, she keeps remembering some stuff. She remembers, uh, she's looking at a certain corner of the room. And at that corner, um, she sees, like, you know, her bed, her desk, all that stuff. And she's sleeping. And, um, you know, she's thinking that she wants to be a little birdie. That she wants to chirp, chirp, tweet, tweet. That she wants to be K? I don't know what that means. Maybe it's a Japanese word. And uh, that, you know, those, oh, okay, she, she's, she says, that, you know, I want to be Kay, those dimples when she smiles, so lovely. And then we see as she's waking up, she, she hasn't opened her eyes yet, by the way, in this panel. She's drinking her own blood. Yikes. And it's just really crazy. So she says that you know every night I dream of a dancing red sparrow. It does a tap on my tap dance on my tummy. Sooner or later, it rips my tummy open and dances a jig inside me. It stains me red all over, making me oh so cute. Such a pleasant dream, makes me so happy. And then we see that you know, she keeps drinking her own blood, and it's just dripping all over her. And then you know we come back to the present day. She's looking at that empty space smiling and saying threw it all away however that smile is not a complete smile because you know, it's sort of you know coming down so then she walks out of the house and we see that Dobby has been watching her from above and he says you know I never knew you actually had a hard you nut job and you can probably have emotions as well huh and she's just like you know I was just curious about my old house that is all it's not something bad it's just normal and he's like, you sure you're ready for what's coming? And she says, and what might that be? And, you know, she's just hopping away. And he says, you know, we putting an end to this rotten world. And she's like, you know, it's a little late to ask that. And Dobby's just like, good, so you are ready. And he says, you know, whether we are crying or smiling, the sun will come out tomorrow. So I say, let's smile, Toga. And then he throws a huge ball of fire, I presume, because, you know, he's building up something in his hand. It might be just, you know, throwing fire, not just even a fireball, just fire. Throwing it, destroying the house, 
and uh, then you know we see Himiko is surprised obviously I mean imagine the house exploding behind you and saying you know, smiling is why we live our lives and uh, you know Himiko is like you know you'll get us caught Toya and you know then she's like but you know thank you for doing that <laughs> and then you know Dobby is like caught really <laughs> they can't take us down and, and he continues by saying, it's not kindness so much as twisting the knife in Endeavor some more. You'll be able to use it, you know. And then, we'll, then, then we see that Toga is taking out a vial of blood. And uh, Dobby is saying, then we can use it when you transform. And uh, he explains that, you know, if the person's someone, if the person is someone close to your heart, you'll be able to use their quirk by drinking their blood. So that's how it works. It's not just any blood. She has to be close to them. So it can be Deku. It can be Uraka, obviously, as we've seen before. It can be twice. Anyone that she feels close with. These are all we know. <laughs> Maybe... I don't think Shigaraki can count as one. I don't know. But, again... Um, no, then... Uh, Dobby continues by saying, you know, Before Makia whisked us away, I made sure to grab the original body's blood. And he continues by saying that, you know, we'll hope that sad, sad parade keep on marching. Twice as blood, that is. And Himiko's looking at twice as blood. And basically, it looks like that, you know, Dobby was able to get the blood of twice before they were taken away. And, you know, it seems that, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if we can actually see say that he has a heart as well. But... You know, he was insistent that, you know, he was sad and, you know, he was uh, worried about twice and stuff like that. Maybe he cannot show emotion exactly. I mean, we've seen him as a kid and, you know, he was basically hurt so bad. So, the thing is that, honestly, I think that Dobby does miss twice. Maybe he does feel responsible for twice. I hope that he does. But the thing is, right now, that made me really excited for this. Really, you know, um, to me it looked really cool, obviously, was the fact that, you know, Dobby is, you know, he's, a, he's being a different kind of person. He's not exactly the super insensitive villain we all thought he would be. Like, you know, honestly, he's like, I got the twice as blood. You can become him. I don't think that he was like thinking that, hey, I'm an asshole, so let me just grab this blood so that I can use my friend later. I think that he's a good person in this regard. I'm thinking. I'm not sure. But I would say that it was a surprise. And honestly, seeing both of them acting like this, Toga and Dobby, is just a surprise. Because, you know, it, this means that, you know, both of them, regardless of how they act, regardless of how they want to show that, you know, we're tough, they have a heart not to say that you know they can redeem themselves or go to the hero side but they have a heart for their friend for the people um they are with so it's it's really cool it's really cool i think that showing this side of them was awesome but the chapter doesn't end there it continues with uh, showing us a landscape and this is probably where the villains are hiding it's a i don't know like um could be like a jungle or something could be i mean it's so freaking black 
that I'm seeing like okay some for like jungle looking maybe greens huge mountains in the background and some cliffs and you know hills maybe <laughs> I'm not sure I mean so dark so then you know we'll see that you know someone's apparently screaming in pain spinner uh, sees something is happening in a tunnel and he's yelling out for Shigaraki saying are you good do you need help and then we'll see we see this grotesque hand finger monster thing coming out of the tunnel and suddenly taken back and you know we see that this was basically you know Tomura Tomura was basically you know losing control of the quirk and there's a huge pressure on him and we see that you know, all of this came out of his hand and he's you know I don't know it's like growing fingers or just I, it doesn't show but it seems that maybe he's growing his fingers back I mean I actually never uh, you know went out to uh, see that if he grew his fingers back after you know getting all for one's quirk I, I assumed he did because of the powers but we see that you know, he's getting his fingers back after you know controlling and restraining himself and the big Shigaraki um, or all for one AFO AFO <laughs> he says uh, worry don't worry Tomura is recovering well he's conquering the quirk doomsday fury if you want a reminder quirk doomsday fury is basically um, when you know quirks keep on progressing from one person to another and it makes it so hard to contain it so that they said that you know, this could be the end of everyone like if you remember like someone like you know Todoroki he has ice and fire now imagine if he got a kid with somebody else and that kid in the, you know inherited both of their quirk and you know Todoroki doesn't have one quirk he has two quirks essentially and now it's mixed with somebody else's quirk and you know that kid will have a rough time now imagine that kid got another kid and you know again inheriting the quirks and the fear is sound actually and we've seen it happen both with Deku and Shigaraki right now so Spinner then you know says that so is he still Shigaraki and all for one says of course why not and then we see there's a hand a burnt hand uh, that Spinner is holding this could be Shigaraki's hand like maybe I I don't know like because you know, this is the same hand that we see had the issue of not controlling this is that same hand like it's the left hand I don't know if this is implying that you know he had issues doing it and you know, it got out of control or anything like that I'm not sure honestly but regardless you know he ha he has it in his hand and you know he's very shocked by everything that is happening and I don't blame him. I mean, imagine seeing your friend, your boss, having this kind of thing happen to him. Anyone would be shocked. Like, dude, suddenly a huge hand comes out and it goes back. <laughs> it's really creepy. Really is. So, anyways, uh, after we see that happen, then we see that... Um, what was the crazy guy who worked for Redestro? That dude, the computer guy. He's talking to Spinner and says that, you know, I'm pretty sure you know how much of the society is made of heteromorphs. Heteromorphs are basically those who are mutants in the uh, quirk world. Like, they have a quirk, but they look weird. 
so that these are these people heteromorphs so he says i know uh, no matter how hard the heroes and the government have tried to eliminate our society the light cannot reach every dark corner and heteromorphs are in that dark corner and they have grudges against the heroes society because of who they are and how they've been judged and he's not wrong and he says we who have remained we have paved this way and when the league of villain was starting out the world was exposed to you you and your form your quirk so it says that you know it began with wannabes copying your costume which we have seen in previous panels where they were fighting deku some of them look like spinner and he says that you know by now you're guiding light for everyone out there and spinner is like shut up i'm not like a messiah or anything I'm just here save I'm not here save serving some great cause. I'm just here for and then he interrupts him by saying that okay, shut up. But this is it. You have become an idol. You are who you are. And these guys, you know, the escaped convicts are one thing, but the common rioters in the street, they're waiting you. They're waiting your lead. And he says that you know through uh, you know the redestro cannot pull the trigger you can because of who you are because of who you have become and continues by saying that you know no matter how an average dude feels about it this is spinner thinking to himself thinking you know, i'm an average you're thinking about this we are past the point of no return and all for one continues by saying you, know, you should be the one to do the first step you should be the one to give them courage and then we hear shigaraki very faintly say bring it all down and spinner looks really you know with darkened eyes and says you know no more thinking over i'm only here for shigaraki and then we are shown a panel where we see some heteromorphs uh walking around and the one that we see that is kind of the focus here is this slime villain from the first episode of my Hero academia we see him he's there he's overlooking and he's there and then um you know all for one continues by saying that you know know this Ikuchi, everyone can be someone's hero so it's a very actually cool thing to say but you know then we are seeing like lots of heteromorphs we see somebody who has a katana and i don't know how he looks because we see him from behind we see somebody also looks like an alien there's so many out there walking so iguchi or spinner might actually become you know um as you know he's saying the light to all these people so anyways that's for My Hero Academia. Um, I'm actually enjoying it because you're know, seeing that you know, not only Dobby and Toga are not exactly completely 100% evil. Seeing that you know someone like Spinner is here for his friend Shigaraki, and the thing is that in the anime we never got to see the episode where they go and you know fight those bigots who hated mutants as they called them. So we never got to see that, and you know seeing it. In the future, seeing this relationship Spinner and Shigaraki have is kind of of utmost importance right now. Because, you know, I think that, you know, Spinner didn't want to take it this far. He didn't want to become a messiah. He just wanted to be like um, Stain. He just wanted to be someone cool. And now that he's seeing how far this has been going, how this is affecting everyone around him, I think that he's like being kind of regretful. So I don't know, but I think there are two things that can happen in the future. Maybe he will try to lead heteromorphs into 
saying that guys join me let's fight against all for one we don't need this let's i don't know do a separate society um maybe in the end they'll fight against all for one or accepted by society maybe they fight and then they go off to make their own society all together moving away like how mutants in x-men do um they actually did with you know um magneto um maybe spinner gets killed by all for one because of betrayal i don't think that spinner can be evil i think that he will betray all for one one way or another but i think that you know he can actually die and maybe his death will have a certain uh, you know certain impact on shigaraki well some can say that hey we haven't seen that much of their interaction to say it's meaningful but we can probably see it he still has time we'll probably see more of it and you know i think that that can actually happen that we see you know something happen and uh, could be really sad honestly i think like you know i feel for spinner i think that you know he's not in the wrong here he just didn't want it to go this far and now that it has he's looking for a way out maybe he's looking to save his friend and a way out at the same time so spinner do what you will but be careful so i would say that you know honestly um the whole chapter was really exciting the one gripe that i have is that basically he was talking about shigaraki and suddenly they jump into heteromorphs in, uh, like uh, in the middle of talking about something else altogether so i would say that you know that kind of sucked because i was like why why are you jumping something else but it was still very exciting to watch very exciting to read and i think that you know everything is going really really well i think that we are seeing something really different here seeing the villain side understanding that you know these guys aren't inherently evil as we have been told many times before saying that guys they are not inherently evil they have been wronged by society that's why they're doing what they're doing so i think that, you know, all of this is very just you know exciting to see um to see that you know they are uh, maybe having even second thoughts pretty cool in my opinion pretty cool so yeah that's pretty much it and you as for the next chapter i think of course we'll continue seeing the villains who will we see there's some we haven't seen obviously like we haven't seen um mr compress at all maybe we'll see what he's up to um but yeah we saw actually most of the villains in this particular chapter but i think that you know, it will continue maybe we'll see spinner going out towards heteromorphs talking to them trying to lead them maybe we actually see heteromorphs doing what they're doing maybe we see more of society there's so many things that we can see because you know, this is a chapter minus not focus on our heroes but it's still very exciting very very exciting i love it and you know basically just just let's basically see what happens because everything is going so so freaking well so well so then now let's move on to Jujutsu Kaisen as I'm very excited to see what the hell is happening there. Alright, now let's talk about Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, just a reminder to all of you who might have forgotten like you know what has what has happened so far. Um, now if you remember uh, Fushiguro was fighting Regi Star, and you know things were not looking good for him because you know he used his domain. However, Regi understood that you know there's certain weight that 
goes into the shadow that Fushiguro uses. Seeing that you know he's using a certain shadow, he decides that okay, let's give him two cards to add to that shadow so he's under more pressure. So he creates two cards that weigh 2.5 tons and creates pressure on him. So in response, Fushiguro in an attempt decides to you know, use his uh, shadow because it's a domain, like not only from below but also from above, he uses it to bring out Max Elephant. Doing so, he put, puts it on Registar to crush him as he is being crushed. So anyways, there's this going on right now and you know, he's thinking like, holy crap, what's going on? what's happening here and stuff like that so he's genuinely surprised that you know somebody like you know fushiguro had this kind of you know um power inside him to be this smart and stuff like that so the fight continues and we are now going to see if he's going to die or not and i'm gonna, honestly gonna say you know the mangaka is just so ingenious like gege is just so damn good akutami gege akutami you're just a genius when it comes to you know getting yourself out of situations so the chapter begins as we are shown to jets elephant and human body and it explains you know it is said the average human being loses consciousness at five or six units of g force it's said that you know two that's 2.4 tons if Fushiguro weighs 60 kilograms, which you're in a good shape, dude, he's currently being subjected to 40 units of G-Force. So we said that, you know, you will lose consciousness 5 to 6. He's under pressure for, like, 40 units. That's more than 8 times the amount. Holy shit. So he says that, he continues by saying, in order to prevent his blood from gathering his lower limbs and inducing a state of decreased blood flow, Fushiguro lowered his posture, which he did, and used curse energy to reinforce his old body, paying special attention to his lower half so that he will not lose consciousness. And then we are sh we are talking about the elephant, we are shown an elephant, and it says that a mature African elephant weighs 3 to 6 tons, and because that the domain uh, increases the techniques, the curse technique precision, the Max Elephant right now has the same weight as an African mature elephant. So it means that you know it's weighing uh, 3 to 6 tons and that's being pushed on Reggie Star. Under that, under that uh, weight, Reggie, right fibula and heel bone have been fractured. So he's under a lot of pressure. Like, you know, heel bone, like, obviously know where it is. It's being fractured and, you know, he has a lot of pressure on him. The fibula bone is shown to be like, you know, the bone behind the main one that we have like you know touch your leg uh, and you know you'll feel bone right there this bone fibula is behind there like you cannot feel it obviously because there's muscle behind your uh, leg but this is like between there it's kind of a support thing like if that breaks holy shit so we are said that you know this kind of pressure will crush both of them to death at any second so then Reggie's thinking to himself like what do I do I messed up. I used the trucks to kill him at first, and, and now I don't have any trucks. I just have, you know, I just had the cars. So what do I do? And you know, my receipts are now soaked with water because of Max Elephant. What can I do? What the hell? So he's thinking. He's thinking that okay, I can enter the shadow and get an Ace card, um, you know, so that I can, you know, recreate um, something from my contracts, like contractual recreation, as he calls it. And put more weight on him so that he can die and you know this can end but 
He says that the problem is that he's not dispelling his domain. That means anything the shadow, sh uh, the shadow swallows, can be trapped here, inside until you know after it's gone. So it means that you know maybe after he dies, I have to spend my life trapped in this freaking shadow, because obviously you know he's he's dead. He's in dispelling this domain and he has to stay there until it's gone. So he's like scared. He's like I don't know how. Uh, that place could be like, you know, could I be able to breathe, would I float, what can happen, this is just too risky, so he thinks that, you know, he can basically bust out his ace, so he starts to yell contractual recreation, and then suddenly he's pushed inside the shadow by the max elephant, because you know, he let go for one second. So then we see that he is in there, and he says, I was too late, there's no oxygen, I'm dying, there's no resistance, I'm just falling, and, you know, he, you know, Fushiguro is just, you know, not dispelling the, um, the whole domain, but, uh, he's saying that, okay, I have to wait, I have to make sure he's dead, then I will destroy the domain. So then, we see that <laughs> Registar comes back up with the car hitting him. So it turns out that the, you know, recreations would be gone if he gives them a command and that command is fulfilled so since he didn't give any commands to these cars he just basically you know used them to throw them into the shadow the they just went inside and he had the command left to give them so when he was inside he just simply said i don't know car hit me and bring me back up and the car hit him brought him back up and then the car you know obviously vanished however as the car vanished the weight that it had, which since we had two cars each weighing, you know, both of them weighing 2.4, we can say that one of them was 1.2, so now the pressure is much lower on Fushiguro, but still a lot of pressure, admittedly. So, then Reg is like, you are strong, but I'm stronger. So then he creates a whole freaking wooden house and throws it on him. He says that the house is 132 square meter, two floor, wooden structure and it weighs at least 30 tons when this hits he's dead it's not even the matter of you know being able to withstand it he will be crushed so the house is falling and then you know as it is we suddenly see that they are inside water and fushiguro is you know has grabbed him strangling him and taking him down and he's like holy shit did i fall back into the shadow but this is the real water how is this guy heavy so he realized that, oh no, this is like the weight of the cars that is taking him down. But he doesn't know what's happening until they fall through and they fall, uh, you know, into the, into a pool. And, you know, they grab, you know, he's, he comes out of the pool, sorry, he comes out of the pool and he's grasping for air. And then he understands that, you know, this is a gym. There's a basement level where there's a pool. So what happened is that basically the house, when it came it was almost hitting Fushiguro, so Fushiguro just went into the shadow and the house hit the ground and that was when, you know, basically when he fled into the shadow, the domain ended. So, with the domain ending, not being part of the shadow of Fushiguro to give him that much of a pressure, uh, the floor broke down, like, this was the first floor, it broke completely down, they went underground, falling into the pool. And as soon as they did, Fushiguro obviously grabbed <coughs> Regi, 
to try and you know strangle him and you know, make him drown but he decided not to i guess or maybe he found you know i you know like can't do it right now or i don't have to uh, i have no idea why he let go you were weighing that much but you know of course forgetting the shadow you know the dispelling the domain made him you know much lighter so maybe he couldn't do it but this is what happened the house was falling he went into a shadow dispelled it dispelled the domain the floor got destroyed they both fell into the pool and while the weights were being you know taken away he took reggie's reggie a little bit down so that he could kill him but he couldn't now <clears throat> now he's basically you know coming out and you know his receipts are all too wet and they are going to fight again and he says that you know even though they are wet the receipt will not go immediately away which i think is bull because i dare you go get a receipt Put it on the water, see what happens. Especially like, you know, swimming pool. Like, see what happens. <laughs> How can you say that immediately doesn't go away? But, he says that, you know, um, I cannot, you know, basically use the condition of, you know, curse technique, curse energy, to burn the contract so I can do it. So, it seems that even though he's claiming that, you know, they're not destroyed or anything like that, he still cannot do it because he doesn't have the energy remaining. So... He looks at Fushiguro and is like, you know, you're also out of, you know, uh, Shikigami, aren't you? And he's saying, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> and he's like, I know you're lying, idiot. So then they're having a physical fight. Regi knows that Megumi is lying, that he has a Shikigami, but he's lying. So they're fighting, and you know, obviously Regi's fighting with his fists, and you know, Megumi is fighting with his sword that he stored in his shadow. So they're fighting. And, you know, Regi's thinking to himself that obviously it will be something other than a dog when talking about Shikigami. And, you know, he, he thinks that you know, none of them can finish him. So, they keep on fighting. And, you know, they just, you know, keep doing it for a few panels. Like, cute, 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 cute. They keep doing it. And, uh, you know, Megumi's thinking to himself that, you know, he's tough. After all that weight of Max Elephant, which was something like, you know, as I said, three to six tons... He's still very tough, and he says, you know, his reinforcement technique and, and martial arts aren't that bad. Regi is thinking, you know, you should use it, use your Shikigami, and when you let it up in that moment, and you know, they're still fighting, suddenly, <laughs> like, a piece of Reggie's shoulders just falls off. And Regi just looks back and says, holy shit, what speed? And he sees that the Shikigami is back there. And he understands that, you know, this Shikigami didn't die. Because, you know, this was when Regi, you know, attacked the divine dog and attacked his mouth. And <laughs> Regi thought that killed him. But Megumi says, you know, what you did was not enough to kill him back then. He's still alive. And we see that he has some scars on him. So, the vine dog is looking really mad, saying, like, bitch, I didn't die. <laughs> so, you know, basically, <laughs> uh, you know, basically, then, you know, Reggie's like, oh, you know, sorcerers are like con artists. And he's thinking to himself that he was waiting until he completely dismissed the dog. And holy shit, <laughs> Reggie thought he has won. 
He was like, yeah, I win. Yeah. And suddenly, what the hell? <laughs> so I gotta say, Reggie, dude, why? <laughs> that was so funny, honestly. Like, you know, he was he was being so so much like, you know, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm winning. <laughs> you suck. And suddenly, oh shit, that was my shoulder. <laughs> that was actually really funny. But I gotta say, dude. You could have done better. You could have like do something, but you decided not to. Like, oh, I'm a bitch, and he died. I, I don't think he's dead just yet, but you know he was obviously surprised by what had happened. So very exciting to see that. And um, honestly, I don't know where this fight might go on from now. I would say that I'm expecting Reggie to die. Please die. <laughs> this is the end, bro. You lost this fight. But I'm sure he won't give up. He still will fight. And you know, honestly, eh, just I'm not saying that you know, this is being dragged on because you know every time we're seeing something really cool happen. But at the same time, I'm saying that dude, just just finish it. Like next chapter, please be the end of their fight because you know it makes sense. Like finish it. He he he's won. Obviously, he has won. So I don't know, but still, um, pretty cool regardless. So now, let's move on to uh, something else, because let's move on to Tokyo Revengers, because that was pretty much it. Like, what more do you want from me? That was it. <laughs> That's it. So let's go and uh, let's see what's happening with Takemichi and everybody else in Tokyo Revengers. Alright, now let's get into Tokyo Revengers, and my god. Like... If I want to add Chainsaw Man to this mix as well, this would be a much longer episode than usual. I mean, it's not bad, I put timestamps so you don't have to listen to all of it, but still, yeesh. <laughs> Anyways, now, let's continue. So, we are now at chapter 238 of um, Tokyo Revengers. Now, we are seeing that, you know, Takemichi is like, okay, now that we have our team called thousand winners we need an advisor and someone with some taste so everybody's like we agree and then chief is like what the hell you say <laughs> and he says you mean someone with taste what and takemichi is like uh yeah don't worry about it and you know they're hoping that he doesn't you know get that they're talking about him but you know it's so freaking obvious dude you're looking at the guy and say you have no taste and he's like what <laughs> so then Takemichi continues by saying, okay, guys, I have an idea who we might be looking for. And Hakai is like, oh, I know who you're, you know, who you're talking about. And he says, yeah, I want someone with style and level-headed stuff. So, you know, let's get him, no matter what. And they're, they're like, you know, we know he's busy, but let's do it. So then they go to this certain house, and then suddenly Hakai yells, Taka-chan, let's play! Dude, what the hell? And Takemichi's like, What's wrong with you? And he says, you know, I used to call him out like this when we were kids. And I, if I were Takemichi, I would say, dude, even if you did, what the hell? <laughs> You're grown-ups. What's wrong with you? So then we see um, Taka's little sister coming out and saying, hey, what's wrong with you? Shush. And Hakai is like, oh, Runa, where's Taka? And she's like, you know, he's kind of in a pinch right now. And they're saying, what pinch? And she explains that there's a fashion designer newcomer award and he's doing his best for this uh competition um 
but it's in a week and he doesn't have an idea, he's working really hard and then Hakai is like, but didn't Taka say he hates awards and competitions like this? And Runa's like, yeah, he did say that, but you know, when Draken died, then you know, things changed. And it seems like, you know, when Draken died, he has shut himself in and he's just doing designs, nothing else. He's really in a bad place, in a dark place. So everyone's scared, not just Runa, Mana, her sister as well. Everyone's so scared. So then Takemichi is like, can we meet Mitsuya then? And they go into his room and my god, it's just so scary, dark. And you know, he's under a lot of pressure trying to design stuff. And he's like, what the hell? And crumbles a paper and throws it at Runa. And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? And then, you know, Taka is just looking and saying like, Oh, it's you, Runa. And, you know, he doesn't even see Takemichi. He's like, Takemichi? Where is he? <laughs> I don't see shit. <laughs> so then, you know, Takemichi's like, Hey, Mitsuya? And, you know, obviously, you know, Mitsuya looks like crap at this point. And he's like, Takemichi? Then they go to this park, and you know, Hakai is so sad, saying, Oh, Taka-chan, you lost so much weight, you should eat! And she feels like, holy shit, Draken's death took a real toll on him. And of course, we know that Mitsuya and Draken had a really fun relationship when they were kids. They became good friends, they had both had the same tattoo design, so obviously, yeah, they basically had this close connection. And, you know... You know, obviously we know they were really connected, they were really f close friends. So then Mitsuya is talking to Takemichi saying, Yo, why, why did you come? What, what do you want? And, you know, then the, he, Takemichi continues and says, you know, I want to fight Mikey. And I'm building a team, so I need you and I'm thinking that maybe you could. And Mitsuya is like, you know, I really want to meet him. And then we are shown the past. Not that far, but we are shown that basically Draken met with Mitsuya. They were talking, and Draken basically says to him that, you know, it's not my fault, but I still want to be a delinquent. I still want to be in this business. It's part of me, but I don't want you to be there. And Mitsuya is surprised, thinking, like, what? And he says that, you know, I want you to be a fashion designer. I want you to be who you want it to be. So I do what I do. But I don't want you to follow me in that footstep. I cannot live without Toman, but you have to. So, he says that, you know, I, I want to go back to that life, but you shouldn't. And then when we are heard this, Takemichi again cries. <laughs> this dude just cries for nothing. And then we see that, you know, Mitsuya is gone. Takemichi is just staying there. And we understand, you know, because Mitsuya wants to keep that promise. He wants to become a fashion designer, and basically, you know, Takemichi is like, you know, he won't be joining us, but let's support who he is and what he's doing. So then, a week later, there's this fashion show, and, you know, they're going, and they're going to support, of course, Mitsuya, and they're like, oh, yeah, Mitsuya, we came for you. We're not shown that, you know, they're, they're going to meet Mitsuya, but I think that Mitsuya probably loses. And that would be enough for him to be pushed over the edge and be like, I cannot work like this. I cannot be this kind of person if I cannot focus and I keep thinking of Draken and Mikey. So he loses or maybe even he wins, but he still joins them. I think he will join them. I don't know how, but I think that, you know, because of the um, 
every kind of pressure that has been on him, he's like, I cannot shake this feeling, I cannot shake being who I am, so I'm gonna join them, I'm gonna do what I do, and of course, you know, continue on. So, that would be it. I think that, you know, honestly, it's just um, pretty cool for uh, this to go this kind of way. Um, you know, the story's going well, obviously, but it's just like, you know, a lot of setup. Like, obvious kind of setup. In that regard, it's going well, because we know where it's heading. So, I think that Mitsuya will definitely join them. Definitely. And it's gonna be fun seeing him at a fashion design thing. Maybe he wins or loses, but you know, I, I think that you know he's in a very dark place, so obviously he will join them and try to take revenge. Maybe. So, that's pretty much it for that. I think in two days we'll see the next chapter, but you'll see the review of it, um, obviously, next week. Now let's move on to Dragon Ball and see what the hell is happening with Granola and Gas. So, let's go. Alright, let's move on to Dragon Ball. Um, I'll be doing the read-through um, without the sound effects and things like that. I'm just trying to, you know, just read it with you guys live and see what the hell happened. Alright, so... Granol uh, Gas is actually staying in the air. He's like... He's gathering energy and stuff like that. And... <laughs> he says, I'll figure out that move soon enough. He goes down, destroys the ground with a punch and Granola's like, what the hell? And he runs towards Granola. Granola obviously just, you know, teleports, goes behind him and, you know, then we see Gas use laser eyes. Hey, so we're moving into Superman territory. So he uses it. Granola obviously, again, teleports, goes behind him and tries to hit him. But Gas is like, you know, take this! and. I don't know, he froze rock with his leg? Or something? He does. And they keep fighting. They just, you know, uh, he moves from one point to another trying to hit him hard. And, you know, Granola is like, hey, I can hit you. And, you know, with his energy, I guess he destroys every rock there is. And suddenly, boom, 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 boom. And Gas is like, hit real hard. Granola then moves in to hit, hit him with, you know, with a, uh, I don't know, with a uh, kick. And... Gas sees it, he blocks it, he gets hit and is like, what the hell? And then the fat guy is like, Gas might be stronger, but he's losing in the skills department. Dang, guess what Dragon's World ain't old after all. And then the lady's like, you know, Gas wouldn't let it end like this. <laughs> and they keep fighting and their fits hit, like, you know, connect like, dish, dish. really cool, pretty cool action actually. The panel of Toyotaro this time around is actually really good. Good job, buddy. Oh my god, this scene is actually cool. They, they're kicking each other and you know, the legs kind of like... <laughs> this is actually cool. Nice job so far. I mean, I am going through it as fast as possible. But, my god, you guys gotta watch this. This is, this is actually real good. Nice job, really. I mean, the paneling is... As many people always point out. Obviously, um, a derivative of Toriyama we've known this for a long time that he he does that but wow this, this is actually looking real good so they're hitting and you know they they keep fighting and now 
guess is like I can track your every move. So they keep hitting and wow, we say that you know, Goku and Vegeta are shaking. And Vegeta's like, he wasted too much time and allowed gas to grow accustomed to those new moves. What the hell? So they keep on hitting and you know, Granola is getting his ass kicked by gas. And gas is like, I will not lose sight of you. And then Granola again is like, Bruce Lee kick. <laughs> Like really, what the hell? So this does a Bruce Lee kick. It hits him in the face, and teleports to you know keep him keep hitting him a few times, just like in you know, Dragon Ball Fighters. Imagine like <laughs> something actually very reminiscent of that. Like if you think about it, it's honestly very very reminiscent of something like you know that came out of uh, you know Dragon Ball Fighters. So they keep on hitting. And then he's like, now you're making clones? And then suddenly there's like a lot of clones shooting this guy with their energy. And he's being hit. And then Goku's like, relax! Granola still has the skills to win this thing! And then your guess is like, hell no. <laughs> Goes. <laughs> Honestly, my voice is not actually that ready to do it. It's still putting a lot of strain on me doing these voices, but it's so funny. Like you know, I I never thought that I would read Dragon Ball and be like, dude, this is this is funny, because you know at this point it's just it's not the same Dragon Ball. Obviously, it's way different than what it used to be. It's fun, but not what we always read and liked. And, you know, uh, I would say you know, it's not that bad still. But it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Not as good as obviously so many things that we, you know, read and you know, uh, experience. But still, pretty cool. Toyotaro, you've done really well so far. So they keep on fighting, and Gas finds out who the real Granola is and goes after him and hits him in the stomach. He's like, ooh. So he goes after every other clone as well, I guess, and you know, hits everyone. And then he says, making clones. I'm oh, sorry. Making clones splits your power. You're an idiot! And then Granola's like, What? <laughs> this way of doing the voices can actually be really fun. So they go on to hit him and he's like, That last move of yours was all or nothing then, huh? You suck! And then he hits all of them with his finger energy. Like, he, like imagine like energy coming out of each of his fingers. So they hit... Each of them actually hit Granola right in there, and it's like a spear or something. And Granola's like, Ugh. and some, you know, we, we're shown that you know the other side is like, yeah, and our side is like, oh crap. And then Gas continues by saying, you got lost in power of those skills, Granola. And then Granola comes and is like, or I was just waiting for this perfect opening, dummy. <laughs> and Gas is like. Wait, what? And then he hits him. Turns out that the real Granola was never in those clones. He was smart to actually make sure that he was nowhere near those clones. So Gas thought that those clones, one of them was the real one. So he hit all of them with this energy. And then suddenly Granola appears and says, Ta-da, bitch. <laughs> he gathers the energy and you know, energy back from the clones that were destroyed because you're know, splitting, of course puts a strain on him, he gathers them all back, grabs his, all of his energy and he's like DIE MOTHER BLACKER! And hits him right in there! 
and gasses it real hard with lots of energy thrown in and I don't know, we are shown the mountain and then we are shown that he goes through the mountain? Oh no, he actually hits a few rocks and then goes inside the mountain. Oh yeah, he actually blew the mountain up. Yeah. Dragon Ball logic, I guess. <laughs> he got hit so hard, he went through a mountain and the mountain got destroyed. And he got thrown into the water. Actually, not all of... Like, seriously, Toy Story, this is what I'm talking about. This is not ideal paneling. You show that, then we're shown this, which doesn't look like the mountain. Then you show us something that looks like he did destroy the mountain. Then you show us that that was like a fraction of the mountain and was more ground. See, this is what's wrong with you, Toyotaro. Yo, honestly, because this is bad. Like, you know, you look at him, he's above the ground. If the energy is that powerful to just keep him going, he can't. He should be like, you know, on the ground and you know, hitting the ground as he's going. Not that he's up there and suddenly decides that... Holy shit, like... Wow, this is a huge mistake. <laughs> he doesn't show that he's near the ground, right? And he's just moving away from Granola. But in the panel, after that, we see that from Granola until there, we see that, you know, he's been dragged alongside the ground and, you know, there's a, like, gap there. But you didn't show, you showed it some way else. Ah, oh, crap, Twitter, this is what I'm talking about. Okay, I take it back. Your paneling still sucks, dude. It really sucks. Like, you don't follow your own logic. What the hell? Jeez. And the proportions and, you know, the perspective. He, he still needs work. Still does. I mean, you actually show that he hits the ground and goes back up again, but yet you show that he was there all along. That's consistent. What? <laughs> Tator, what are you doing? Dude, don't do that. So anyways, uh, Gas is hit real hard and he's thrown into the water. He's like... And then the fat guy's like, Oh no! My boyfriend! <laughs> he goes after him. Obviously not his boyfriend, but still, he goes after him. And then Granola's like, Oh, that took way too much. And Goku is not worried like Vegeta and the Namekian. He's just like, Oh, way to go, Granola! And the guy's like, Oh shit! That took out of it! And so he's like, What's wrong with it? Any damage taken by the clones is felt by his real body. That final ploy was a sacrificial one. Granola! Stay back. It's not over yet. Come on, stay with us. Oh crap, that really hurts. What's wrong, Gas? This is unlike you. Elec, he's there too? And then the lady's like, Why is Gas getting his butt beat, Elec? You sure you made that wish to turn him to the universe's strongest, right? Of course I did. I Gas is undeniably the strongest fighter now. By huge margin, that is, in fact. <laughs> Damn. It's like, what'd you do? What gives, dude? No point in being the strongest in the universe when all that precious power is sealed away. I know you can withstand it now, so liberate that inner nature. You sure, man? This didn't turn out so hot 40 years ago. Uh, uh. This is clearly a bad idea. When our instincts are unleashed, we lose all sense of self. Uh, we'll wait before you continue. You unleash something from inside and you lose sense of self? <laughs> what? So, essentially, Saiyans, when they use Uzaru. <laughs> wow, that is so innovative, dude. Like, 
I never saw that coming. I mean, I've never seen something like that in Dragon Ball. I mean, what are you talking about? What? <laughs> wow. This is why I'm saying that Dragon Ball Super is at this point a joke. What the hell? So then he's like, Endure it, Gas. You're not the man you were back then. And he's like, oh, And my god, he even looks like an Uzaru. He's like, his body's like growing, he's growing horns upside down? What? Who thought of this design? If he brings his head down, he's stabbing himself in two points. Then he's like, getting a lot of energy, like, oh. Like, this is like both Uzaru and, I don't know, like, Broly stuff. <laughs> Let's say Super Saiyan 4. That, that might actually be more accurate in some degree, but still, something that has happened in Dragon Ball a lot of times. Nothing new. I just said so many freaking examples. Nothing new. So, Vegeta's like, is that gas? Where'd he find another power-up? I don't know, Goku. This is Dragon Ball. Out of his butt? Because this is Dragon Ball? <laughs> I'm just roasting Dragon Ball at this point. I'm not reviewing anything, I'm just roasting it. So. Gas is like, and then everybody's just like, what is he? That look, I saw it with my own eyes 40 years ago. What? When Bardock had gas on the ropes, he lost himself and turned into that. He lost himself? So that's his last resort? And goes up to him. He looks like freaking Broly. Please don't tell me that this is a, I don't know, Retrace of a panel that featured Broly Looks so much like it if not Broly somebody else. <laughs> I've seen this maybe So he's like ah, what the hell? I hate it when they go Like dude, you're in a fight. Why in mangas the fights are like <laughs> like, uh, Not like so he grabs the leg of granola breaks it my god This has so many Broly flashbacks if not that Android What was that? Uh, 16, I guess? 16? Super Android 16, was it? In the movie? Looks so much like it as well, like... Holy shit, this... This screaming that Granola is doing, it looks so much like Broly when he grabbed Goku. What the hell? So he... Throws him on the ground... And then, you know, just... At this point, you know, this panel... Oh, no, this is actually Goku. So he, you know, throws him away, and he's going through lot of trees and you know he goes after him tries to you know again grabs him and pushes him to the ground this is just Broly at this point this is discount Dragon Ball this is simply Broly versus Goku <laughs> what is happening to Dragon Ball Super manga this is simply Goku and Broly when they were fighting, you can you can actually bring an example of I don't know, Dragon Ball Super Broly. You can say Dragon Ball Z Broly. Either way, this is just like that. Looks very much like it. So yeah, he's just kicking Granola's ass left and right, and the girl is like, "See, he's gonna lost his mind again." And Granola's like, "Oh shit!" And then Gas comes up to him and hits him right in the face. He should be dead. Oh shit! He's hitting him like real hard. <laughs> And as usual, Goku and Vegeta are like, This is nuts! Granola's not gonna last much longer, but I'm not gonna do anything! I give the last Senzu bean we had! 
Hey old man, how in the world did Borak defeat Cass when he was like that? I was unconscious, I didn't see. Plot convenience, I guess. Are you kidding me? No, I didn't see shit. <laughs> I don't know. Could be that maybe Granola got a power up of his own out of his ass. You're kidding me! No, this is Dragon Ball, bitch. This happens all the time. <laughs> so, then, of course, uh, they go to guess and... At this point, it's not just Broly, you can actually say, you know, Hulk and Black Widow, maybe even. <laughs> this is such a terrible chapter, wow. So she's like, destroying stuff is great and all, but don't let the urge take over. Come back to your senses. And he's like, huh? Huh? <laughs> and goes to attack them and attacks them. Shit. My god, this dude is just losing it all and he hits a freaking rock. And he's just angry and he's like, nope. He's lost his freaking mind! What now, Alec? Huh? Guess he's gonna wreck himself! It's fine. The universe's strongest warrior should have greater control over his own power than any other. <laughs> Logic. <laughs> he says he should have more power, but he's like, yeah, go kill yourself. Maybe you'll find control. So he's going up to the sky and suddenly finds Vegeta and Goku is like, You're Vegeta? Yes? I'm gonna kick your ass. Why? Because ding, <laughs> and it's Vegeta real hard, and Vegeta's like, "What the hell, dude?" And he keeps hitting Vegeta again and again and again. And Goku's like, "Vegeta!" Goes after him. He blocks him, and he's like, "What the hell, huh? You look like Bardock, Bardock, Bardock." So it turns out that the way that Bardock apparently stopped him was the same way he tried to stop Frieza when he wanted to stop the plant from being destroyed by gathering ball of energy and be like <laughs> and he was hit by that like imagine so, this gives me Dragon Ball Z Broly flashbacks <laughs> when, when Goku gathered the energy of everyone was like hey I'm just gonna one punch you man dang <laughs> he died <laughs> my god so yeah Goku actually hits him pushes him back and Goku's like huh and then Gas is having PTSD, he's like, Ugh, this is so much. And then he's like, Go on, Gas, remember. You swore never to lose again, right? And he's like, Uh, uh, uh. And everyone's like, What's happening? What's happening? And then Gas is like, Yeah, I'm, I'm half naked because of the power, but I'm gonna make some clothes for myself. He says, There you go. It looks like he's under some kind of awakening or something. So you're saying again another power out of his ass? Yeah, looks like it. Like us, Saiyans. <laughs> no, shut up, Kakarot. So then, the Alec dude is like, My little brother is the strongest in the universe for real now. Go on, Gas. Annihilate those who stand in your way. No, our way. <laughs> He's like, yeah, bro, I'm gonna do that. <laughs> this is so stupid. They said the arc is near completion when is it gonna end but because I, I don't know what they're gonna do like what's gonna happen are we gonna see Gogeta at this point like Goku and Vegeta is gonna be like but we don't have enough power how about we fuse no Kakarot this is our only choice though like maybe yeah let's do it hell no but you just said maybe no 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 we are Gogeta haha <laughs> and we are gonna kick your ass this was actually really fun. So yeah, that's pretty much it for the 
Dragon Ball chapter, I roasted way harder than I thought I would. So sorry, Dragon Ball fans. I I'm sure that you guys won't mind because of the how terrible the chapters are right now. But it was so hard not to, seeing what they were going for. My god, it was funny. So thank you guys for joining. I really enjoyed it. I have no idea what's going to happen next time. I I'm sure it won't be something amazing or anything like that. I know what's going to happen. Like, you know, most likely another asshole and they're going to be like, Yeah, we did it. We we are doing it. <laughs> I love this shit. This is like so funny. But still, thank you guys for joining. I hope you, you really enjoyed it. And uh, if you did, uh, please, um, I don't know, rate, rate the podcast, um, on Apple Podcasts if you can, CastBox, anywhere you listen to, Spotify, um, just, just support, and I've, I've actually been humbled by your support in the past few days, seeing how many listens I've been getting, thank you so much for all of it, I, I don't know how, I don't know how we got it, but thank you anyways, and, uh, it's just humbling to see that, you know, suddenly this rise came out of um, literally nowhere for me. But I'm still very happy that it had ha that it did happen. And um, if you guys like to, you know, basically, um, you know, if you like, I don't know, Twitch or streaming, I might actually do streaming for a few games later on. Um, I hope that you guys will like it. If I do it, and um, we'll do it. I, I'll tell you guys if I if I want to do it. But still, thank you guys for joining me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It was fun, and as always, guys, have fun. Be careful, and until next time, where for throwback reviews, I will finally, final review Kingdom Hearts All in One package, which includes all of, all of the games except, of course, the Remind DLC. But still. I'll be doing it, I'll start it, and uh, I guess we'll have a lot of fun. Thank you for joining, and I'll see you guys next time.